Hello there, podcast listeners and movie fans and anybody who has stumbled upon this podcast for the first time. It's everybody's, every podcast is somebody's first time listening to a particular podcast or sometimes uh, listening to a podcast full stop. And if this is the first uh, podcast you've ever listened to, uh, thank you. You probably made a huge mistake uh, because this is not necessarily going to set the, you know... um, yeah, uh, this isn't your daddy's podcast, yeah, okay? No. This isn't this isn't serial, yeah, okay? No. This isn't WTF, okay? No. This isn't um, uh, welcome to to Night Vale or or whatever you want to call it. <laughs> I call it welcome to Pleasure Town, but that's just me. Uh, this is a different kind of podcast, okay? Mm-hmm. Stupid. Yeah, but also, and I didn't it... mean stupid. You, the listener, I was talking to Chris. <laughs> yeah, me. Also, this podcast is called Chris and Matt Read a Blockbuster. Didn't say that up top. I was just telling people that if this is the first episode of this podcast you've listened to, this is not a great podcast for listening out of order, which also makes it probably a bad idea conceptually for a podcast because that means if somebody wants to listen to it, they can't jump in midstream because it'll be very confusing, which sort of um, uh, artificially sort of limits our potential listenership, which Mm because in the fact that mm -hmm. neither of us are... um, Famous yet, we will be after this movie's out. We'll be like the most famous screenwriters in the world. Way more famous than um, those two guys who wrote those Star Trek movies that people didn't really like all that much. <laughs> yeah, those two guys that made a bunch of movies no one likes, but were somehow very, very successful well, for like, like eight a, years. Yeah, that, like Alex Kurtzman, I think, was one of their names. The other guy had a, like a or, or, name. Orin. Yeah, like, or like Orchi or something like that, which is why Orch- I don't know. But anyways, we're gonna be like them. But <laughs> this better. is already yeah. A minute and thirty seconds in, we're already trying to remember two other screenwriters' names, and their names are do 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 Roberto Ochi, yeah. and somebody else. I think it was Alex Tritton. Were they gonna be in charge of the um the movie monster universe thing or whatever that um like uh the dark universe yeah i think they're supposed to be like in charge of that whole thing well they're doing a great job (laughs) we have like one movie that people didn't really like even though it started tom cruise i blame Mm -hmm. those posters with the woman had two like irises those were or well she had four because most people have two she had four i mean what's great about that is nothing nothing screams the mummy like four irises (laughs) yeah no, nothing. They should have what they sh- what they should have done for the mummy is uh, for the posters just have like an empty toilet paper roll like just like the cardboard roll mm, at the bottom, yeah. and then the caption could just say uh oh. Yep. Nothing screams a bad night at a Goo Goo Dolls cover show than four irises. <laughs> I mean that sounds like a good night. I guess I, it's pretty much all you have to do. Well, you can also play that song like your name or whatever. Or anywhere yeah. you wait. That's it. I'm trying. Now I'm thinking of Jim Blossom socks. You could put them both together. Uh, Google Goo Dolls slash Jim Blossom's Night and play band songs by both of those bands. Just sort of hey like. Man, that sounds like a great night if you're a fan of the music of the '90s. Yeah, um, but anyways, this is a Chris and Matt write a blockbuster, a podcast that's chronicling, chronicling our process of writing the next hit action movie which will start the next hit action franchise this movie is called seth christ colon ballistic reckoning and when we're done like writing it uh well because of this podcast which by now is probably going to be like one of the top like 
10 podcasts yeah, in the Yeah, you probably world. didn't have to look that far to find it. Yeah. Uh, I mean, you probably didn't have the troubles that I fa- found, which was being unable to fa- find it when you searched mm-hmm. for it, despite knowing exactly what it's called and who the creators of it are <laughs> yeah. and what media network it's on. Um, because the iTunes store is very easy to navigate. Yeah. But, you know, like, by now I'm sure we're in the ears of, like, many a Hollywood executive, like, you know. I mean, the, I'm sure Obama's tweeting twice a day about it. Yeah. He's like, I can't, I, he's just tweeting, I can't believe it. And then he's tweeting again, yeah. I still can't believe it. Yeah. Uh, and then, you know, it's like, you know, like, but like, so like, you know, uh, the vibe, the people like are like, they're like, the executives are gathering around the water cooler and they're mm-hmm. talking about mm-hmm. how they can't. They're saying, if Chris and Matt pull this off, those sons of bitches are going to be the richest guys in Hollywood. Way richer than Steven Spielberg, specifically. Way richer than Steven Seagal. Yeah. Yeah, way richer than um, Steven uh, Fry. Is that a person? Yes. He's a British comedian. <laughs> he's, a, from... he's, he's definitely a man that is associated with Hollywood. Yep. He was in the, the second Sherlock Holmes movie. He played Mycroft. Mm. Hollywood. The Book of Shadows. Wait, is that the Blair Witch? I think it's Game of Shadows. Ooh, that would be an interesting crossover. What if Sherlock Holmes took on the yeah. Blair Rich? I think I said the Blair, Blair Rich. Rich. <laughs> Which I think is uh was Blair was Blair on Facts of Life the rich one? Because yeah, she's, she's a rich she's a real she's Blair Rich. rich. <laughs> it's just Robert Jelly Jr. being the shit of whoever that actress is. That's the entire movie. That's gonna be our thing after we write this movie. It's gonna be a movie about those two fighting each other. But we're writing Seth Christ. Cole that sounds Pulisic like something that could fit in the into the dark universe. Yeah, baby. So, yeah, something about the Blair Rich. Yeah, with uh, Angelina Jolie as the brightest Frankenstein, the bride of Al Frankenstein. Ah. <laughs> oh, topical. Uh, anyway, yep, but, uh, uh, speaking should... of Stuart saves his family, yeah. how does Seth save the world? Well, we'll find out uh, in time because the next world is week. under fire. No, no, not next week. That would make, that would make this like a 25-minute movie. Oh, I <laughs> mean that sounds like the perfect movie. length of yeah. This is. I don't know um, how long this movie's gonna be, but. Well, it's, a, it's usually like a, a minute a page, mm-hmm. and so far we have written half a page on a Google Doc. <laughs> yeah, but we've talked about a lot of stuff, and yeah, then we're going we to commit it. We're going to commit it to writing after the fact. We're, we're well, keeping I'm our mojo hire an going. Intern to to transcribe all of the podcasts. Yeah. So we don't have to do that much work. I'm going to hire a paralegal to do it. It'll be very expensive. It's way more expensive than an intern, but. <laughs> Oh, that's great. I yeah. can't wait. Uh, we're all going to be happy. We're going to hire a paralegal and then a pair of barely legals. I'm going to hire two issues of Barely Legal Magazine. <laughs> going to. All right. Breaking news Chris is horny. <laughs> going to give those sentience a la Bride of Frankenstein, starting Angelina Jolie, and then uh, have them do like medial tasks around my house. Without they won't have arms or anything. I don't know how they do it, but it'll be a wacky adventure. Uh, but IRL. Anyways, yeah. I'll also, I'm Chris of Chris and Matt write a blockbuster. By the way. Oh yeah, I hope this isn't your first episode, or else you wouldn't have known that I'm Matt. Yeah, and we're going to do the next scene of the movie, this crazy action adventure. 
last seen Ducky Darns, the mentor of Seth Christ, died in a what? hospital. I feel like I can. I feel like I hear a yawn coming. Nope, I kind of stifled at that time. It was not a, oh, okay. the usual chance where I, I wasn't able. Jump, I jumped the gun, which is usually something that Seth Christ does. Yeah. He jumps guns like he's Jack B. Nimble, but instead of a candlestick, <laughs> it's a gun, and it's not as useful because a gun can shoot a bullet at you while you're jumping over it. You know. Or in this universe, as we once forgot, a gun can shoot smaller guns. That's thing that happened uh, in the beginning of the movie. Cause you do Which crazy. almost feels like a different movie at this point. Almost, but not quite, because Seth Christ was in it. And, oh, but yeah. like, it's like, once you, when you're in the beginning of a movie, when you establish crazy things can happen, it gives you carte blanche if you want to do something crazy later on. We haven't done that. <sighs> yep, there he is. Yeah, we haven't done as many crazy things. Uh, you know, at, at but you know... I mean, but also, President Paul Anka died in a car bombing. <laughs> Did you call him President uh, um, Kevin Pollock? No, I called him President Paul Anka. Oh, okay. We could have Kevin Pollock play. Well, no. Who's vice president? We already established who's the vice president in this world. Oh, we should have written that down. Um, some other. Geez. <laughs> Maybe lab. it's Kevin Pollock? <laughs> no, it's definitely not. It's some musician of some note. He's going to become president. He's the bad guy. We could find out he's actually in cahoots with the WNBA led by Rip Torn. We'll have to go back and listen because I certainly can't I don't want to do that. I don't want to listen to it. Yeah, but, you know, that's, this is why it's important to have these because not only are we chronicling the process of writing this hit movie, it's also something we have to listen to to remember what we're supposed to write when we actually start writing. But you could say that this is the uh, one of the most elaborate uh, pieces of uh, procrastination ever, <laughs> ever established by uh, two men who have no intentions of writing anything. <laughs> no, well, I mean, we're gonna. I mean, maybe just based off the podcast, we could become super rich Hollywood people, and then, mm-hmm. like, you know, mm. now we're talking. I can, you know what? My lips are smacking and my gums are watering at the idea <laughs> of me being super rich. I'm and looking then, at that Hollywood sign from my window, and it's turning into a big steak. Then we can, we'll write the, then we'll write the script, but we'll already have been paid, so it'll feel better, you know. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. But some musicians it feels good to get paid up front. Yeah. Oh yeah. You know, to I mean, we're putting in the work. This is sweat equity, man. We have to yeah, sit here and talk equity. into a microphone. It's obviously hard work, considering the fact how often I'm yawning, you know, and also now I'm hiccuping, and I have to work through that. That's, that's like, you know, uh, we're suffering for our uh, craft. Our craft is uh, changing podcasts and changing Hollywood simultaneously. How many people can say that? Very few, uh, if I any. Don't... Maybe Lonely Girl 15, but she didn't really do podcasts. She changed uh, the internet with um, movie making. Or whatever bullshit that Lonely Girl 15 thing was. Remember when YouTube was like like a kind of a new thing and this whole idea was like conceptually crazy that they were doing some sort of like a... <sighs> okay, anyway. Yeah, uh, this episode we so... decided we're going to sort of be <laughs> focusing on the villains we feel at this point in the movie. Because we don't just talk only on the podcast about the movie we're writing. We also talk for like a minute or two before we, have, we start recording. Yeah, we have we have lengthy conversations for upwards of a minute talking yeah. about what might happen in this episode. And that's why after Seth Christ punches a wall after Ducky Darns dies, mm-hmm. uh, we have a slow fade to black and then mm-hmm. the words, 
three weeks earlier. Yeah, we're having a flashback. Yep. And then so and uh, uh, we uh, we zo- we uh, we uh, rise yeah. uh, fade from black in the yep. same hospital, and there he is, the bad guy. Yep, Rip and Torn. his name is Rip Torn, by, Play- played by Joel Murray. Yeah, and he's smoking a cigarette, and a nurse walks by and says, "You can't smoke in here." And he says, uh, "These modern times, yeah. I wasn't made for these modern times." Yeah, and then he gets sucked into some sort of like. I don't know, machinery, like a cog, and he kind of, like, goes through the machinery <laughs> and the cog with, like, a wrench and stuff, yeah, and, and then, then he comes he, out yeah. the other end, and he says, Marone, I am not meant for these modern times. And then he starts um, tweaking people's nipples with wrenches. Yeah. <laughs> By doing it very hard. Like, excuse me, sir, you can't just touch my nipples. And he says, ah, it just wasn't made for these modern times. No. He gets, you know, it's like, a, it's like you know, back in his day, you could do mm-hmm. that sort of thing, and it was considered um, comedy. And then also, you would go like figure skating with a blind girl. I think that happens in the Charlie Chaplin movie. <laughs> oh yeah, that happens in the kid. Um, yeah. And anyway, uh, th- he puts out the cigarette in uh, someone else's like coffee cup or something because he's yeah. a piece of shit. He's and a someone comes up to him and and, and uh, comes up to him and they say, uh, "I'm sorry to tell you this, uh, Mister Torn, but your mentor, Blucky Blarns, <laughs> has died." He was in the apartment building that uh, was blown up by Seth Christ, and then he punches the wall, and then it fades to black, and it says three hours earlier. Yeah, and then we see Blucky Blards played by somebody has to be older than Joel Murray because he's the <laughs> Carl uh, Reiner played by Carl Reiner. Yeah. <laughs> Carl Ryder as the Blucky only, Barnes. The only, the only man older than Joel Murray, Carl Reiner. Well, he's still very prolific, though. You know? It's true. And he's not expensive. Yeah. and He's reasonable. And then, I mean, it also makes... Because, like, we've, we're kind of maybe thinking the WNBA, the, the, the group that, you know, uh, Rip Torn's the head of, is, has maybe some sort of white nationalist to it. And like Carl Reiner and Mel Blunt Brooks, they love to poke fun that sort of things. What I'm saying is, Carl Reiner's character should be a Nazi. Like, he'll be like, he'll be like a guy from like World War Two. Like he was like, and then like, so like he'll be like Blucky Blarns. Yeah, he's like one of those guys in World War Two that uh, is always talking about how he didn't really understand why they were fighting the Nazis. Yeah, he's like a Charles Lindbergh type. Yeah, he's one of those guys that sympathizes with the Nazis. What do yeah. you call them again? Um, I think they're called um, the Republican Party. Oh, oh my gosh. Burr, 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 burr. Don't get me started. A few, uh, just uh, as an aside, a few weeks ago, I can't remember what Carl Reiner said on Twitter, but everyone was getting mad at him, and uh, my friend tweeted it and just sent it to me, and he says, Carl Reiner's like 95. <laughs> Yeah, he's gonna be in this movie in a brief cameo. Maybe he'll just be yeah. he'll just be sitting tweeting, like tweeting something of, tweeting something offensive. Yeah, and then he'll be watching TV. He'll be watching TV and he'll say, "Oi, it's hot today." And he'll say that even though his character is like a Nazi sympathizer, he'll still be a very stereotypical Jewish man. And then, boom, the the building blows up, and we'll see Seth Christ holding like a detonation device in his hand and being like mission accomplished and then we'll play bad to the mm-hmm. bone 
and and then we'll see the uh, whole song. Yeah, as Seth Christ walks down the street, like like it's staying it'll be like the staying alive scene, the Saturday Night Fever, but it'll be like Bad to the Bone, and it'll be Seth Christ walking away from like an explosion and like rubble, and like we'll see like like ambulances and fire trucks like driving, and he'll just be walking and strutting his yeah. stuff. And he'll go into like yeah. uh, the Tim Hortons, and then and then even though he just died, we barely got a chance to miss him. But uh, Ducky Darts will be back because <laughs> like this is a flashback. We say you did good work, kid. And then yeah, he'll, and Ducky Darns will then uh, explain to him for at length what's going on. Yep. He'll explain information we already know. He's going to mm-hmm. say something about the WNBA is working against the president. They think that he's going to get assassinated. Uh, and then roughly about 10 minutes after that, we'll return back to the villains, which is who we really hope yeah. to get some insight And then we'll see uh, another flash forward. They'll say three weeks and one day later, which will make it one day after the initial flashback where we find mm-hmm. out about to Rip Torn's mentor dying, and Rip Torn will be back at WNBA headquarters, which is located in a former ladies' footlocker, uh, but is now like you there's know. Some, there's there's some sort of equivalency that uh, you seem to be creating between female <laughs> athletes and like world <laughs> domination through nefarious means, and I'm not. I just kind of want to dig into that a little bit deeper. Like, why, why? <laughs> I don't know. I didn't do you put think two that two like they're ruining sports or something? Do you think? Do you no. Have some, you know, like, do you think that Serena Williams is I, ruining sports? I, I, I love of... the Cleveland Rockers. They're my favorite <laughs> basketball team. The Cleveland Rockers. That definitely still exist, as far as I know. Uh, but I fine. It can be a Jabba juice. What is with you? <laughs> And picking uh, delicious, enjoyable fast food restaurants as locations for these kind of uh, b- places of uh, high secrecy uh, that results in death. I won't do anything controversial. It's a former Planned Parenthood. Are you happy? Fine. Thank you. It's a closed pan- Planned Parenthood. Yeah, that's where the WNBA has their headquarters. And, uh, you know, like, and they're like, you know, It'll be like he'll be ruminating. Rick will be ruminating. His henchmen will be around him, and they'll be like, and they'll be like, so you know, boss, a tough hearing about your you know former um, uh, mentor. You know, you're sort of like a mentor to all of us. And then he'll say, which one of you is supposed to be keeping an eye on Seth Christ that day? And some guy will raise his hand. It won't be Dipshit Charlie, whatever that guy's name was. That, but no, Slugger McGillicon. No, there's also a guy named Dipshit Charlie. Remember. <laughs> yeah. Who like fucks something up? Is, but this, this is a dipshit shark. Yeah, he like fucks something up and maybe he gets killed or something. Well, through a few weeks yeah, earlier, this is a, this is a <laughs> dumb fuck. Um, uh, Martin or something. No. Yeah, dumb fuck Frankenstein. Yeah, dumb fuck Frankenstein. Like, uh, it was me, boss. And then, and then like, <laughs> Riptor will pull out an axe, like a tomahawk, but not like a tomahawk. That's offensive, obviously. In the scene taking place in a band of Planned Parenthood by a group called. He, he pulls out a small hatchet. Yeah, and he throws it. It goes flip, 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 flip. Boing, and gets him right in the forehead. Yeah. Splits his forehead. Yeah, that's right. Not blade first. It hits him with the dull side of it, and it knocks him out. Yeah. And they'll like, and say, next time it'll be the blade side if you fuck up again. And he says... You fucking Frankenstein. Yeah. And then so, he says, uh, I miss my anti-Semitic boss. Yeah, and then it'll go over to a map of the world, 
and it'll be uh, like a kind of like, and then he'll be like, you know what I miss, you know, when groups like ours were able to, you know, see to like, you know, ransom like the world for money and or have world domination. We need to mm-hmm. make the WNBA great again. And we'll um, start by taking over. We'll we'll make ourselves, you know, we'll throw the United States into the Wait, chaos. Hold on. Wait. So he doesn't think that the WNBA is doing a good job? And no, he wants he them wants to do an even better job. Oh, he of, wants his to, whole, of his organization? He wants them to be going to, like, the next level. He feels like they've sort of, like, fallen by uh, the wayside. And, and uh... Uh, fuckwad Frankenstein stands up and he goes, oh, boss, we just killed the president. I think we're doing no, this has, good. That hasn't happened yet. This is still the past. Wait, I thought you said it was three weeks and one day later. But it was from from our from our flashback from our flashback. Well, the flashback from our flashback only happened a couple, three hours earlier. Oh, you're right. So three I mean, weeks and one day later, I was to say it puts three, us back uh, in the future. <laughs> I was to say three hours and one day earlier or later. Oh my gosh. This is happening. Well, we're in three weeks and one day later. So fuck what McGillicuddy's like, oh, I don't know, boss. We already killed the president. I think we're doing yeah, pretty good. I, and then he says, yeah, well, a couple weeks ago I had a different idea. And then it says three weeks and uh, uh, wait, it says two weeks yeah. and... Three days. Six days. Okay, six days. Yeah, one thing we earlier. definitely can't do is um, write a re- we have to write around the mistakes. They're canon now. We can't alter anything. We have to it's like an improv scene. Well, I'm not yes gonna and. go through it and tell the intern to do something differently. We gotta yes and the shit, man. You know, it's like we make the mistake, you have to own it. Like if somebody accidentally says that the you know, you're in um um like uh, Beirut and you're supposed to be in Amsterdam, well uh, guess what? Your scene takes place in Beirut now. And you know if they if you, you if you say you have like a chicken in your hand, you've got a chicken in your hand now because that's what the seed you have. You know you've been given. Stop, Chris. Chris, you're just saving everyone six hundred dollars on their improv classes. Yeah. They and don't need I, to I save the money. That. There are improvisers <laughs> that are starving out there. Yeah, starving to teach people about game. Yeah, and yeah. object work. And I'm one of them. I'm doing myself a disservice. About teaching people, you know, about <laughs> this you know, a, we've gotten to the heart of this entire podcast. Chris just wants to plug his improv classes. If you happen to be in the area that I'm in, which I don't know if I have established <laughs> at, that the t- at the time that this airs, ten weeks from now. Yeah, that's true. Uh, by the time this airs, when the um, term that's going to be starting will be over, <laughs> but there'll be another term All coming. Right. <laughs> But yeah, so we're, uh, we're at some point in a weird interregnum period of time. Uh, what's happening? Uh, so wait, what are they doing now? Uh, they're watching an episode of What's Happening and saying like, oh, okay. "Hey, watch it. We got to infiltrate the government. We got. We, I have a genius plan. I've got somebody on the inside, and this is when we first established somebody working on the inside of the WNBA, which will turn out to be the vice president. And it's. Vice President Gavin Pollack, and he's doing his famous Christopher Walken impression. Oh, I was going to say, I can't, uh, I can't uh, believe that uh, the president's dead. And then he's doing his, uh, his Peter Falk. His, his president's not dead he's, yet. He's out one more thing. <laughs> this, this is uh, thrown into chaos. It's like, uh, and then, um, then um, what's his face? 
uh, Sergeant McGillicuddy wakes up and it was all a dream. Uh, that was uh, to that two-week period because, like, of course, the vice president's already been established who it's going to be as some sort of musician a la Paul Anka. I mean, Kevin Pollack can have a role in the government. He can be Secretary of Defense. He can do his impression of Kevin Pollack. Or Kevin Pollack can do an impression of Kevin Pollack. Uh, he'll, 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 he'll reprise his role that he played in the movie Canadian Bacon, whatever his role was in that movie, because he was in the government in that movie. Whatever his role was in that, he'll be playing that role in this movie. <laughs> okay, okay. Anyway, yeah. uh, so they're like, uh, well, okay, well, we'll just see where it goes from here, I yeah. guess. And we uh, go back to the present, and we go back yep. to the WNBA headquarters. Rip Torn's going to be standing at a podium uh, in front of all his various minions, and he'll say, phase one is complete, gentlemen, and or the, ladies and, and gentlemen. And He's going to have some women in the and group. And the minions respond, banana. <laughs> And they'll say, but it's their time. Dream, yeah. Their dream works as minions. <laughs> say, and that's where we time, end. Yeah, it's time to start that's phase this two movie of our plan. Is, 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 is the Despicable Me crossover. He's replaced Gru as the leader of the minions. <laughs> yeah. This movie anyway, that's, is going to make us that's so much we'll money. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. It's a great movie okay. that makes a lot of sense. It has action, it has romance, it has comedy, it has big time action. It's got minions. It's got minions. People love. They've got their own movies, you know, and now they've got a role in Seth Christ's Ballistic Reckoning, apparently. Mm-hmm. Which is cool for them and cool for us, I suppose. Yeah, that's great. I mean, kids love the minions. They won't be able to see this movie because oh. it's going to be rated NC 17 because a bunch of guys get shot in the dick at the beginning. No, it's PG 13. Oh, it's going to get a PG-13. We're going to do a lot of... Uh, uh, they shot the dick, but there won't be any PG-13. blood. There won't be yeah. any blood. <laughs> Just, yeah, there'll be, a, there'll be a severed penis, but there won't be any blood on it. Yeah. and it'll, Yeah, so I guess so. I, I didn't know there was, we were going to be showing it. I thought it was going to be showing the shot happening, like in uh, 21 Jump Street and also, um, uh, God, The Heat. There was a weird period of time mm-hmm. where it was like a really hilarious comedy bit for somebody to be shot on the dick. Ho, 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 uh, we yeah. all laughed like Santa Claus. Ho, ho, ho. <laughs> ho, ho, ho. Santa's like, uh, Mrs. Claus, come in here. I want to show you Rob Riggle being shot in the junk. Ho, ho, ho. Ho, ho, ho. <laughs> oh, yeah. That is funny. Anyway, uh, I think yeah. that's where we're going to wrap up today. Yeah, we're going to wrap it up like our penises and condoms. Like our- I was going to say, like, The Mummy. Oh, yeah. Uh, that makes but sense. I don't know if he gets wrapped up in that movie. <laughs> uh, she! It's a lady I, mummy. What? Ladies ladies as mummies, too. Come on, brush your shoulders off. Uh, Ugh, you know you know what? First they get they get to Ghostbusters, and then they get to The Mummy. Yeah. When will it stop? When will it stop? I don't know what I'm saying there. I literally started singing for no reason. <laughs> like, that's another thing you can do in improv. If you don't have a joke, just start singing for no reason. It'll be funny because it doesn't make sense. That's a gift you give yourself in a scene. And there's another thing. It's called Zip Zap Zop. It's a way to sort of warm yourself up before doing an oh improv scene. All right. Uh, uh, you can tweet at me at Ebshipkowitz. You can sign up for Chris's dumbass improv classes <laughs> or whatever the fuck he's plugging. Uh, Twitter at ChrisXMorgan. Also, uh, the podcast on Twitter at C&M, write A-B. So you can just tweet, this, tweet your thoughts about the podcast. Also, 
We're on iTunes. We're on Google Play. We're on Stitcher. We're on Spotify. You can find us and subscribe. And we're on Stitcher Premium. We're on yeah, Owl App. We may be on Stitcher Premium, but we have no premium content. Technically, you can find us if you use Stitcher Premium, but there is no yeah, we're gonna, premium we're gonna content. Be, you know, if you subscribe to our Patreon, we'll start doing some uh, premium content. Uh, yeah. Don't Which is we have uh, a... the premium content will will be if you if you donate to the podcast via Patreon, we will stop doing yeah. this podcast. We're gonna start up. We're gonna set up Patreon, and and then if you will have, we'll set a goal of like five dollars. First person to donate five dollars will stop doing the podcast. Yeah. Or so yeah. Don't hold us to that in case, but possibly because we have to know what the good folks at Gabber Media. Our podcast network, what they think about that. They may not be happy with yeah. us threatening to stop doing the podcast, but maybe by this point they'll probably actually what if we be give very them the relieved. Five dollars. <laughs> sure. Then they'll probably be like, sure, absolutely. We were about to pay you five dollars to stop doing the podcast, frankly. <laughs> Alrighty All right, then. That's that. Yep. That's it for episode ten of Chris and Matt Write a Podcast. We've done ten of these things now. <laughs> Ah, uh, where does the time go? It gets pissed down the drain whenever we're talking to each other about this bullshit. <laughs> but thanks for listening. All right. Yep. Have a nice rest of your life. Yep. We'll see you next week with another episode of Chris and Matt Read a Blockbuster, a podcast that we're very enthusiastic about uh, for a project we're even more enthusiastic about actually doing. Bye.